Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in the town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There's plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. After a harrowing run-in with another rift, the crew decide to regroup in the morning after getting some much-needed rest. Will being in the light of day help them to uncover the truth behind Lennox Willis, or will shadows continue to dog them in the city that always sleeps? Where we last left off, you guys had left the morgue in shambles, leaving a note saying, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be no repercussions to that. However, what you guys doing now? Hang on, I need to review my notes. Like, no blood, paint, and bum missing. <laughs> what? Awesome. <laughs> Wait. What? Uh, I also missing? wrote the note, I have a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I have the notebook of the doctor. That's the note that I had there. <laughs> I just, in really big letters, like in the middle of a page, it just says, I have a notebook. It's a really meta notebook. note to yourself. <laughs> this is my notebook. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, in this case, it's not my notebook, and I don't have one like it, but you know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh man. This is the expert detective of the group, everybody. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what I want to do is stalk the guy. Let me, you know what? Why am I doing this out of character? Um, can we all just say we get in my car and we're, like, rolling down the street just to get away from this kind of crime scene? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'm thinking maybe at this point we, I don't know kind of i mean i want to call it surveillance but we all know i'm saying we just stalked this guy what's your plan with following him well i have dr lennox's dress and um so we could follow you know we could follow him and when he gets up to something dastardly we could you know jump in there and Slap him, I guess. I well, know. arrest whatever our equivalent of arresting is. Well, we also have his office, we have his lab, and we know when he's holding a class. So we have plenty of opportunity to find him. Uh, more importantly, I'm a little worried about how uh, hurt I am right now. Uh, and so I wouldn't mind doing all of that tomorrow when I've at least had a good night's sleep. Do we want to... Uh, I look outside. At what place in the sky is the moon? It's late. Do we want to break into his office tonight? Like, there can't be another Frankenstein monster, right? Like, you figure we only get one of those a week or so... Famous last words. I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, but if uh, if Lucia is following us, I don't particularly want to get in a fight with her tonight after that travesty we just went through. No, no, I am I am basically useless if there could be another fight, which it sounds like there is a possibility if that woman is still on campus. And we did break into the lab earlier, so we have a lot of information. We've also been on this case for about six hours in a row. I think we can do this tomorrow, but do we want to go to his office first or his address first thing in the morning? What is, uh... What is the thought here? Well, okay. Let me run this by you guys. All right. I believe today is Wednesday. 
And I think he teaches classes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? So tomorrow, he's not going to be teaching a class, right? Correct. Okay, so tomorrow, I think we just go to his office then. And what I'll do then, you know, we can drop you guys off and I can just, you know, sleep in my car in front of his house and just see what happens. You don't want to come in for a nightcap? Uh, uh... Uh, you can take a break, Detective Tanner. It's well, not going to kill you. I haven't slept in something like 48 hours at this point. That's yeah. true. It sounds to me like you could use a break. Well, all right. That's fair. So we'll we'll turn in for the night then, I guess. All right. Um, meet back uh, on campus tomorrow morning. Is that the plan? Sure. I like it. I'll see all of you tomorrow then. I think Faye also needs to rest up and heal. I mean, Seamus wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, so how does all this healing stuff work? Uh, um, so I get to pick how many stuff you get to recover from. So uh, the any electrical damage you guys have, if you guys are choosing just to rest and not do anything else, you guys can recover all of that. It Like, after time, the buzzing just stops. Basically, spending time away from being shocked gets you grounded. Um, the physical damage is going to just take time to heal unless someone has a healing ability that they can use for it, which I don't think any of you do. I don't. No, no healing stuff. One person. Do you have to make a roll for this? I would I would I would let Caitlin say if she wanted she could reduce something a tear since she has shape shifting, which usually involves reconstituting molecules in your body if you're looking at it on a scientific level. So I'm assuming like her healing is faster. Okay. Does you know like you can shape shift to be unbruised kind gotcha. of thing? Okay. So, um, for instance, I am at a uh level three of beaten. After a night, would that drop at all to the level two, or how does that work? I'm gonna say no for right now. Okay, you guys are pretty beat up. Cool. So I'm just super hurt. Yeah. Great. I feel bad that I'm not as beat up as you are. <laughs> well, the thing is, you also have stuff to avoid being beaten up that bad. Oh, you know what? I forgot I got crushed. <laughs> I wrote that down separately, but I'm guessing crushed and bruised is the same track. It is, surprisingly. Okay, so yeah, I'm level three crushed. That's cool. James is feeling pretty good. James got a good night's sleep, wakes up feeling refreshed, just a little bruised. Detective Tanner wakes up from a really lovely night's nap on... Uh, What's her name's couch? I say what's her name's darling's couch. Good. Still good start. holding like a full glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you just have wine? <laughs> I don't know. What else do you give someone for a nightcap? Sex. <laughs> okay. Okay, what would you give a guest? So no, my point is he fell asleep before anything could happen. Like Yeah. No, I got sat it. Sat down, poured a drink, and he was just like <sighs> I assumed he was asleep before the drinks were even poured. She's like, have a seat, and you're just out. Yeah. 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 Quick questions. Did Darling have to work last night? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> that would suck. It would suck. Uh, no, she is off on, we decided Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So she works Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay. Yeah, because uh, otherwise I probably should not have gotten that beat up in a fight. <laughs> Tonight is going to be awful. And what are the other two of you that have actual jobs giving as excuses to your jobs while you're not coming into work on a Thursday morning? Um. So I think Faye will have left a note at the firm saying that she's following up on uh, interviewing some people. Um. 
to write up her briefs and like won't be in the office today, which is sort of true. <laughs> you are following up on people, just not just for- not for the law firm. And uh, Seamus doesn't even really need an excuse because uh, he the company he works for. He- when this case started, Detective Tanner just phoned him up, said, "Hey, I need him again," and then now I'm just on this job. This is this this is my job now. Do you do that every time? Pretty much. That's pretty much all. Okay. That's pretty much how this works. Okay, no, that's fine. That was my that was my thought for Seamus. Is like his job isn't really a jo- like his job is doing this because he's retired from what he was doing, and then he has the like prize fighting on the side. You know, just just for fun. He has a fight on uh, the next night. Thursday or Friday? <laughs> Friday. Friday night fight. No, which day Which day are we starting now? Thursday. Thursday night he has a fight. Oh, okay. He's not good at it yet, so he gets the Thursday night slot. And it's not even like, like he's not doing it for, he's just doing it to keep in shape. Like, he's not doing it for money or anything. I, I, I don't Somebody know. Somebody probably doesn't like, hurt. Oh, no, for sure. I also, like, assumed it was, like, kind of, like, nebulously legal. Kind of like in the, like, Sherlock Holmes movies, you know, where it's like, it's not illegal, but it's also not above board either. It's probably one of those things where the police like don't they don't actively like take part in it, but they're fully aware that it's happening. Right. So is this basically is this our uh, fight club? Is that what this is? I well, I think at this time like boxers were like really really popular and famous, but police were just starting to like really crack down on it. So it wasn't, it, I think it's kind of like prohibition in that way. Gotcha. Okay. Seamus is all about that illegal stuff, apparently. <laughs> going to bars, going to fights, <laughs> going to fight bars, <laughs> going to bar fights. Um, when, uh, when Tanner wakes up, uh, Darling is fully ready and has a cup of coffee for him. Aww. Uh, so Tanner wakes up still holding the wine, like very carefully not spilling it. And he wakes up, he's like, <laughs> and just dumps it all over the floor. <laughs> um, I, uh, we'll clean that later. He says and sets the drink down. <laughs> Very gently. Yeah. Darling hands him his coffee. Could you at least throw like a towel over it? <laughs> Tanner takes off his jacket and just kind of <laughs> sets it on the floor. <laughs> All right. Just for the record, that make, that definitely makes it worse because it's like mud and blood stained and like it's just gross. <laughs> yeah, the one time I play a character who is not specifically disgusted. You're the one who said it. He came in bleeding. If it's from like- his face, doesn't mean he's caked in blood. Anyways, you got beat up pretty bad last night. Tanner I'm- apparently rolled in a mud puddle and then showed up. That's what you made him sound like. He definitely, he definitely fell when he got out of the car. He's so tired, he just like was half asleep and fell in the mud going to Darling's house. Is there any chance you have a jacket that might fit me? Apparently, I stink. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, Darling goes to her, like, coat closet, and she's definitely had gentlemen callers over that just leave stuff, so she pulls out one and hands it to him. Oh, thank you. That's quite nice. And also, thank you for the coffee and for a couch that I will say is more comfortable than my bed. That's kind of depressing. Well, my bed is an office chair, so... Yeah. You know, you could always... Never mind. Let's let's just get down to the college. Indeed. Um, before you guys go to the college, there was mention that some of you wanted to go weapon shopping. Oh yeah. Um, so I think 
maybe like before we left last night. Um, well, the other thing is like, I'm sure Detective Tanner would sleep a while having not slept for 48 hours. You know, so you don't have to be there at 8 a.m. It's not like you guys are going to classes. How does money work in this system, environment, whatever? You can buy whatever you want realistically because nothing gives you an advantage unless you have a tag for it. Also, Caitlin has the tag of rich, so... That's true. (laughs) Money is no object. Well, and the rest of us at least work, so there's something there right caitlin has the tag of rich mandy is i would say moderately wealthy like she's like doing well i'm not a starving artist i'm not i'm doing okay i'd say seamus has a relatively decent retirement pension whatever you want to call it from his military it's not a lot since he wasn't terribly long but he has some income from that and then also he has his job and his prize fighting so i think he's comfortably wealthy but not like extravagant is tanner like living below his means or is that actually like he just pays rent for his office one of my tags is bills i cannot pay he lives in his office okay yeah so Faye's sitting over there loaded and tanner's like man this day old ham sandwich i found in the dumpster tastes great (laughs) good cody you did this to yourself he has a shower This is probably also another reason why the Cameron Law Firm doesn't like hiring Detective Tanner. <laughs> Does he still- Bad for optics. Do you have, like, complimentary food out, and he just, like, takes a tray every time he comes in? <laughs> you know, there's, like, a 15 there's different- There's, like, com- cucumber sandwiches out, and he's just, like- I'll take three, thank you. <laughs> you just start shoving them in pockets. I just imagine that whole joke where there's like plates and whatever, like the little little small plates, or whatever, and he like grabs grabs a couple and then puts it down, takes the rest of the tray with him. <laughs> yeah, just full April Lemgate shoving it into his bag. Yeah, so I think early early in the morning, uh we 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 made a plan the night before to meet up so we could go actually be more useful in a fight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to go with them. Perfect. If if I'm welcome to join. Yeah. What weapon do you need? We'll see. You have your great grandpappy's yeah, you revolver. <laughs> You'll see. And by revolver, I mean Colt 45. So uh, we go to, I don't know, a gun store? <laughs> Easily yeah. enough, you can find a place that sells guns. This is America, after all. <laughs> I was imagining it was probably like a local shop. Great. <laughs> I'm sitting out in the car alone whistling. <laughs> <laughs> there are two gun stores next to each other and Seamus goes in the left hand one and the girls go in the right hand one. You guys all go to a gun store meanwhile the person that was most likely to have spare guns laying around is just like sitting by himself cleaning guns in a box that says four friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No wonder you can't pay bills you're buying so many guns. <laughs> just give them away they cost like a nickel a piece you know. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, we go in and um. So you, you. It looks like a, you know there are weapons around. You know, like they. You know what I honestly imagine? I imagine it looks kind of like a jewelry store, but with guns. Does that make sense? Like there's stuff in cases and somebody to help you find what you're looking for. <laughs> Am I the only person that's ever been in a gun store? Yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> Cody, I've, Cody, I've never fired a gun. Really? Oh, never, never mind. I fired a BB gun, which I don't count. Where, what would this go under? Would this go under one of our logos? Um, It's more just narrative flair. Oh, okay. I thought we needed a tag for it. How does that work? You can use a tag to shoot a gun. You don't have to have a tag to have a gun. Right. Oh. 
Okay. So my tag is marksman. That just means I can shoot a gun. I don't have to necessarily have a tag that says I own a gun. Unless gotcha. you want to, like Vinny. Talon. Yeah, just like owning a gun means that you could shoot it in combat and then you'd use other tags to help with your roll. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Just like you would use any weapon in a room. Got it. Okay. Right. And if, if, if it's ever something you want to get good at, we can address that when you level up your logo stuff. Okay. Or your mythos stuff, if it applies. Yeah. So I think... Uh, Faye and Darling are browsing around. Faye is looking at something like smaller and more concealable. Uh, um, just more like a is would would a snub nose pistol be kind of would that be an accurate description of the type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like a I was looking up police guns at the time. They often had shortened 38s. Yeah, so I would say she's looking at something like that. And because she's wealthy, she can look at things that have, like, a pearl handle and stuff. Ooh, fancy. So she's browsing around for that. Are you kind of looking for the same thing, darling? Yes. Um, you can get matching sets <laughs> engraved with each other's besties. names. Besties! Yay! <laughs> um, uh, I think uh, she's looking for something similar, except uh, even more discreet in the sense of, like, uh-huh. just tiny and all black can hide it on her person very easily. She's gonna have a thigh strap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that seems that seems in character for right. that for the sounds type of very <laughs> in character for darling. Um yeah, so Faye is testing things out and like feeling them in her hand and is going around and asks Darling, so what um I'm not always the best at reading people what's going on with tanner and lucia is there something there honestly i think you'd have to ask tanner about that i have no idea what his intentions are much less what her intentions are i'm thinking it was probably just a little bit of back and forth banter maybe i would hope i would be concerned about her intentions, I guess. I just didn't know. I couldn't tell how Tanner felt he didn't say anything last night. Yeah, you're not the only one concerned about the idea of someone who we are actively working against going on a date with Tanner. I mean, I I just don't understand why that's even a thought, but... (laughs) And I mean, it's not like anything even happened last night, so why would I even care? (laughs) <laughs> so, Faye looks at her like, you do you do you care? I mean, only in so far that he's a member of the team, I guess. Right. You know, like I clearly I wouldn't want him like sleeping with somebody who is actively trying to uh, take down our investigation. I mean, that's just that is just not. I really like this one. I think this is the one I'm going to get. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's. That one's good. I, I think it fits you. And and, and uh, uh, is that the one you're thinking of? Oh, um, yeah, I like the feel of this one. I I think I'll go with it. That is important. You know, the feel of it. Like how it's real. <laughs> the feel of it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Are those ribs on it going to be okay on the handle? <laughs> I'm not drunk enough to go there tonight, so (laughs) implications abound. (laughs) 
Uh, so what's Seamus buying? So Seamus is looking for parts, like broken guns, like pieces of things that don't work anymore. There's all kinds of bits, odds and ends. That's what he's looking for. Okay. Yeah, easily enough you can get some stuff. It's actually, it is cheaper than you thought it would be, but also more difficult than you thought. Like, it wasn't impossible. But they don't like, typically want to keep around something that's broken. Right, but like, they, they like do have some stuff, you know, they haven't taken out like the trash you know, because they have to get rid of it a certain way. So they they were willing to sell you some, like, broken parts and bits or, you know, guns that, like, are half-finished, you know, at an extremely discounted rate, and you're able to get yep. what you're looking for. The, the idea with this is that I have one of my tags is firearm modification, so I'm getting parts that I can make our guns better. Oh, nice. Potentially. I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know how that works mechanically, but... Nice. Oh, uh, you probably give each other. You use it to change the game and give people statuses about okay. their guns that are. That's kind of yeah. That makes ongoing, sense. but m- the thing is, they'd probably all be unstable mods, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something you can enact, especially if it's like in in the heat of combat. If it's something I do, then yeah, you can definitely mm-hmm. enact that unstable to where it might. Right, and the and the other part with that is like eventually, like like you can mod people's guns, but they're not going to stay. Like you know, you can't give Caitlyn a plus two gun forever. Yeah. That's what I was thinking with it, too. So you could, you know, like, that would take work and, like, that's more of an upgrade where you could, like, give her statuses and take time during your downtime to help make guns better for, like, the duration of an investigation or something if you wanted. So I think we all meet up at uh, Professor Lennox Wilson's office. Wilson Lennox? Lennox Wilson? Lennox Willis. Willis. Lennox Willis. Meet at his office. That's Dr. Lennox Willis. Sorry. He didn't go to grad school for six years for you to disrespect him like that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're a little past that when his monster just beat us, beat us up. <laughs> so yeah, we go to his office. Is there anybody home? Uh, so you walk into the nice building. It is a nice office building. Like the offices are a little bit separated from where the labs are. Less security. There, there are people milling about. There is a secretary, but she's not really doing it. Like it's not like she's policing anything. It's not that she's doing nothing, It's not, it's, but you don't have to check in to go in, you know, like, you guys would just walk by and find the office easily enough, and no one is home, even kind of. Is the door locked? Yes. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to see we just break it again, but uh, does anyone want to try to pick the lock? How far away is this door from the secretary's desk? Oh, it's down a hallway. Oh, okay, so it's just like, she's not like just sitting there as we're talking about breaking into this office. No. There are people milling about. Like, you know, like, there's an odd person every so often, but you, it's not like people are watching you kind of thing. Think of a typical college campus, you know, where dorms are. Seems like we might get caught if we fail a roll really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Seems plausible. It's a good guess. Don't worry, you have a lawyer to represent you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if they'd let, if they'd let her, uh, let her, I guess she could do her own defense. <laughs> um, could I argue that I could use the tag... Uh, can find the weak link to try to pick the lock. I know I'm stretching it. I'm just trying to think of a, an option. I thought that was more person, like finding the weak link in a person. So it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like. I don't know if any of us have really a good tag for picking. Locks. I have a great tag for knocking the door off its hinges. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like we have we have good ways of breaking stuff, but yeah, I mean, I can shape shift like I did with the previous. I door, mean, here's the thing. Most doors you can unlock from the inside. Yeah, so I, I can shapeshift and open the door from the inside. You can certainly try. Nobody else has anything they want to do. So that would be using shapeshifting and intelligent. 
Sure. Hmm. No. 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 Okay, I'll just do shape shifting. That's a seven. Uh, you were doing a sneak around. Yes. Cool. So you are sneaking around. Um, you must leave something important behind or be discovered when you guys leave this scene. So basically, you have to leave something identifying you. Not like, you know, not a business card necessarily. Okay. <laughs> but you 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 leave evidence that you were here. Okay. Or you just have to be discovered. I will leave evidence that we are here. Okay. Um. So what do you shapeshift into to get in? Did you say that already? Uh, yeah. Insects seemed to work last time. <laughs> so I guess I'll do that. I will turn into an ant this time. <laughs> Turns into a spider. Ah, spider smells <laughs> with the shoe. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Find out some new weakness tags for people. <laughs> yeah, so I shapeshift into an ant and then unshapeshift and quietly open the door for people. And I think the thing that's going to tip off Dr. Lennox Willis is that some papers are going to be... I imagine that he's very meticulous and there's going to be things that are moved. Well, on that you are wrong. He's not meticulous? Well, as you enter this room, you see a scene of utter disarray. <laughs> disarray. Okay. Papers are everywhere. There's a random assortment of things pinned to walls with, like, string putting them together. Um, there are dozens of books laying open with, under like, passages underlined, but, like, very sloppily where, like, it skips between two to three lines as he's trying to underline stuff. Um, you think there's a desk somewhere in this room, but you're not quite sure where. Uh, this is significantly different from how we found his table or his desk in the lab setting, right? Because his lab was very clean. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, um, I will note that it doesn't look like this, it doesn't look like in disarray, like someone was broken into it and scattered everything. It's it just looks like this is- state. What? It's its natural state. Yes. Organized chaos. Mm, maybe not even organized chaos. Okay. It's what you picture when you think like erratic genius. Okay. So I guess we're going to be doing some investigate roles. Tell to me how. See, um, I guess Faye would be working through some of the paperwork um, to kind of find out the extent of his experimentation. That's how you leave yourself noticed, actually. Uh, f since Faye's used to doing all the paperwork for her firm, she leaves things like in a neater order. Oh, she like tidies up a little bit without like, even not thinking like about even it. consciously, but like you know, yeah. like you see, like you find like a stack of papers and you like quickly put them in date order so you can see them better. <laughs> that right. kind of stuff, you know, yeah. where it's just like, and it's still like a messy pile, but like now everything is like in date order, gotcha, and not just strewn about. Uh huh. I think that's how you like people know, like you'll leave that like you have been there. Okay. Anyway. You can use intelligent for this role, Caitlin. Thanks. Also a seven. So I get incomplete information, right? Or fuzzy information. I like when I get a truth and a lie, but that I know that's harder for you. Well, if you guys want to start doing that for, uh, like, when you guys roll sevens to nines, I can start doing that. I enjoy that, but we don't have to do that this time. So we can, we get to choose one question to You ask. ask a question. A question. If the rest of you, I'm assuming you're all investigating, right? Uh, Yes, can um, does he have a date book or a calendar? What I want to get out of this is I want to see if 
he was doing body mods on Victor Reed. So I want to see if there's like, I want to see if there's like a specific thing linking him to Victor. Um, like if he had him his name like written somewhere, or if there's like if if there was like a consistent like Victor was written on the calendar every day for like they they've been doing this for a long time. Uh, if he was planning on seeing him like in the future, I don't know. This is a, in my head. This is something that I think that would be mm-hmm. an interesting thing to find out. Okay, yeah, you could probably find out some stuff about that. Yes. All right. Anyone else investigating? Because you guys can all pool your questions and then like that's a seven. Figure out what you guys want to learn, so you don't have to like all be asking like the same question. I would also like to investigate. I'm using private detective um, truths that are hidden. And I thought there was one more that I was going to try to see if... Nope, I think it's just those two. Seamus is going to rely on his dog tags of knowledge to try to see the unseen. Alrighty. Try to, like, look for something that's, like, maybe hidden away. I rolled a nine. I also rolled a nine. Cool. You guys have a total of five questions that you can ask. And they will all have issues. Oh, dang. Awesome. So I think Faye wants to ask if... Um, if there are other creatures, like augmented people, besides the person in the morgue and potentially Victor. So from looking through his notes, you cannot tell if there are more creatures. Okay. Do I find evidence about Victor and the guy that we fought? Victor was the guy we fought. Victor's the dead guy, right? Oh, you're right. Duh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't invoke the intelligent tag anymore. <laughs> yes, he is. He is the one person. Okay. So, so there seems to be notes on Victor, but I can't tell if. Yeah. Also, there's you more. You have found notes creatures. about one person. Okay. Is that Victor? Is it not? You don't know. Okay. I was just like in the notes as as specimen one or something like that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And these look to be post-operation notes about them? You don't know. There's no date on it. Okay. How can I put it in date order? Ah, gotcha. There's other stuff that's dated. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, because I still like the idea of, like, going through a date book. So I think, but I, I think my question is kind of along the same lines as Faze, which is trying to see, I want to know who he was meeting up with. Okay. And I'm looking specifically to see if, um, sorry, running back through my notes. Actually, I'll just go with that. I'm kind of, because I don't think we know who Lucia is working for specifically, right? You do not. Okay. So I am looking just for names of people that he was meeting with. What you're able to determine is Victor, not Victor. Oh, now you've got me confused, Galen. Lennox uh, does not have any names of anyone he is working with. There's a lot of allusions to he, him, like he'll be upset, blah, 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 that kind of thing. However, you can piece together by looking through these notes that it is a bootlegging operation that he that this gentleman is involved with. When you say a bootlegging operation, can you explain that a little bit more? Because I don't I I don't know what that is. Running illegal alcohol into the city. Okay. Wait, so you're saying that Victor No, is was Victor running illegal alcohol into the city or is Lennox 
running illegal alcohol into the city. The person Lennox is in deep with is running alcohol into the city. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he he has like connections to a mobster of some sort. Yes. And he just isn't specific about the name. Correct. Okay. okay. It does not seem like it's a positive relationship with a mobster. Okay. Are they ever? Yes. I mean, like there are people who want to be well, there. Sure. Okay, but that makes sense. He does not he does not seem like someone who wants to be there. Okay. So there's like an implied coercion there, maybe? Hey, you tell me. Okay. I'm not the detective. Well, we can discuss when we are not in his office. You got three questions remaining. I have a couple. Not good, because you rolled two. Oh, did oh right. So I can't okay, well I'm gonna ask two questions then. Um I wanna know information about those devices that we found in the dude's arms. Cool. You are able to find the blueprints for them. However, they are very beyond what any of you is able to understand. Like, it's like advanced physics and engineering diagrams. Okay. What you are able to determine from, like, a combination of the blueprints and notes are that the devices implanted in the arms will allow the wearer to infuse their arms with electricity and, like, use that as a weapon of sorts. Okay. So, basically, what I'm saying is, like, you know what they do. You you don't know how to, like, shut them off or, like, negate them. Well, that's good to know. And then, um, somebody already asked if there's other monsters, correct? Yes. Okay. Um. And you got a definite answer of, maybe? Right. This kind of goes along with the address book question. Can we determine where Lennox might be at this time? Like, is there any kind of like calendar of oh like i have a meeting at five on thursday or anything like that so you are not able to find like a calendar like of anything of note but you are able to find mentions to another lab like vague notes here and there about there a lab being underneath an abandoned warehouse oh well okay that's good to know that's where he is now i don't know well, I mean, you do, but you're not telling us. You found out that there's another location that might be worth investigating is what you found. Okay. You guys rolled all part. Okay, so we have an address. Yeah. You're just, we're, okay. Mm-hmm. It's in the industrial district. You just don't know if he's there or not. It's, you have another place that you can investigate is what you've unlocked. Yep. Okay. And what Seamus wants to find out is he is looking for, like, concealed, concealed drawers or a concealed shelf or something, some kind of hidden place in this office to see if there's, like, some other stuff that he's like hiding that's not sitting out in the open. Yeah, so like what does he consider worth keeping a secret in his own office or worth hiding from students or whoever might visit? Okay, so what I will say to that is after like it takes a while, but you are able to find you, like you find a gun, but it like it's unloaded and very impractical. Like it's like someone who like you know, like something bad, like something bad happens, and they go out and buy a gun to protect themselves, but they don't know how to shoot a gun, kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder what that would be like if that happened in this podcast. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> I found a gun. Right? Can I break that gun just in case? I mean, in case of what? I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being pedantic. I actually would. If he has a gun, I would very much like to break it and then put it back. Oh. Okay. Because there's like a non-zero chance, right, that at some point he's going to shoot at us with that gun. <laughs> so I'm going to break that and then put it back. Is it loaded? Like, no, it's could- not loaded. Oh, okay. Do I need to make a roll for breaking and putting backing no. of gun? Okay. 
It's broken. Okay. I'm put back. Perfect. You said it, it seems like the type of gun someone would buy, like, for protection, but they don't. They have no idea how to use it. Right. You know, like, if you imagine someone saying, like, walking into the gun store and saying, I'd like one gun, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, sure. <laughs> right. And, like, it looks... It looks more fancy than you'd think, you know, like, it looks like he, like, he bought an expensive gun when, what do you, you know, kind of thing, and it's like, he doesn't know what this is. Okay. All of the ammunition is still, like, in a box next to it. There is ammo with it, it's just not. It is not loaded at all. And Seamus could probably tell, like, it it doesn't look like it's ever been fired. And now it's broken. (laughs) All right, so I think we are good to leave, yeah? I think so. I'm good. So can we say that we decamp to a neutral location where we can discuss what we found and no not no be- you have to we have to do this in real time you are i just s- mean we're gonna talk in a place where yeah, no, people aren't fine. gonna discover us that's all i want to establish can i go can i can i try to find someone real quick like as soon as i walk out the door and close the door yes is there an electrical engineering professor anywhere around like a door that says like this guy electrical engineering phd sure Okay, I want to walk into his office with that blueprint. Oh. Did you just take the blueprint with you? Yeah, I'm definitely taking the blueprint. Okay. I want to put fear in Victor, not Victor, Lennox. Like, I want him to be afraid of us. I don't mind leaving a trail that we're, like, on to him. Okay, so you find a gentleman by the name of Isaac Howard. Uh, so is he just, like, chilling in his office? Yep. All right, I walk in the door. Uh, hello, it's nice to meet you. My name is Detective Tanner. Oh, uh, hello. I have a question for you of a academic nature. Um, I have this blueprint here, and I was wondering if you could tell me how to disable the device laid out in this print. And I, I slide the blueprint across to him. Uh... Make me... Is that like a sneak around? Oh, I'm not trying to be subtle. If he asks me where I got this, I'll tell him. No, I... Make me a flat... Just make me a flat roll. Five? Okay. So the problem is this is very complicated, but I will give you something out of this. So So you slide it over to him and he's like, well, hmm, this is from Willis, isn't it? Uh, Willis? Wait, hang on. Yes, yes, Lennox Willis, that is correct. Yes. It looks like his work, you know, like, I thought I was good at electrical engineering, but man, I don't understand how anything he builds works at all. Well, that's probably good. All things being honest, he's in a a spot of trouble, let's say. Well, he seemed like a a good guy for the most part, so I hope nothing's too bad. Well, he seems like a murderer to me right now, (laughs) so, you know... Potato, potato, I guess. I like how you're just going around slandering this guy before you know. I mean, yeah, I'm not like, why would I be coy about this? Well, that that is pretty bad. I, I That's quite terrible to hear. He always seemed like a nice guy, a little erratic lately, I guess, but I never thought he'd be a murderer. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. So anyways, what can you tell me about the device? Um, he basically, so, like, he spends the next few minutes looking it over and basically outlines what you already know. Um, but basically from this conversation, what you can get out of it, like, as someone who's in the know, is this technology is probably powered by some, by a rift. Oh, gotcha. So there's, like, no obvious power supply. And that's why it's not making any electrical sense. Right. It's basically okay. just beyond, like, it's defying how science works. Okay. So, like, more likely than not, this device is, like, an extension of 
Lennox Willis, like, using his rift magic on it. Cool. And before I leave, I slide him a business card. If he comes back to his office, could you do me one of two favors? Either one, call me, or two, if you feel comfortable, give him this card and tell him, Detective Tanner has a few questions he's looking for him, just wants to get some stuff cleared up, if in fact he is the nice guy you say he is. Well, I, I, I can definitely do that. Well, that would be much appreciated. You're doing a service to your community. And I, I stand and leave. All right. You all decamp to a new place where you won't get caught. Do we do we keep this blueprint still? I'm not giving it back. Okay. Again, like, I don't mind the idea of him knowing we're on to him. All right. Where do we meet up? On the quad. <laughs> At the car? Well, I didn't know if we were, like, staying on campus or going back to whatever our place is called, the Mystical Grove. We can stay on campus for a bit and just discuss. Is there a place where I can get a cup of coffee? Yes. Which coffee do you drink in a day? Seamus, I am the coffee. (laughs) That explains a lot. So, shall we review what we know so far and maybe figure out where we want to go next? Yeah, sure. It seems like uh, Lennox is a rift and has been powering these devices that he's then implanted in at least one person. Not sure if there's more. Giving electrical powers. He seems to be somehow involved with Bootlegger. Do you think perhaps they were leaning on him to create some muscle, shall we say? Well, I kind of have some thoughts on that. I kind of see maybe two options. Like, one... Poor, poor Dr. Lennox here, or Lennox, poor Dr. Willis, rather, is just a guy, and a rift got a hold of him and is using his smarts to make nightmare machines, right? Or, yeah, option two, Lennox is after a bit of power and, uh, turned a bootlegger into a murder machine. I'm guessing that guy that came back to life is a bootlegger. Yeah, he did seem kind of like the rough and tumble guy, right? Yeah, maybe not a power plant worker as I initially suggested. Or option three, he doesn't seem to have a very good relationship with this person who's bootlegging. Uh, so he may have been creating this to, I guess, defend himself would be yeah. the other option that I could see. We can see that. So, I guess we should follow up on whoever this bootlegger is. Maybe Lucy is involved with them? Yes, and we don't have a name for him. Uh, did we have, by any chance, did we have, like, the next time that he's meeting up with that person? No. We just have the location of a warehouse. Okay. Yeah, we have a location of a warehouse. Yeah, so I don't know if we can necessarily follow up on the bootlegger at the moment, but that is definitely something that we should look into. I think the next best thing that we can do, the most concrete thing, is to head over to that abandoned warehouse where the lab is. No, that I agree with. I'm glad you and I are on the same page about something. I will say... (laughs) I will say, there is a possibility that that mobster he's working for is named Lucia, and she's, like, making up a mob boss to work for, as she is apparently a powerful rift. 
Who likes spaghetti? I don't know what that has to do with it, but... Or maybe she also works for the same mob boss. Yeah, I imagine it's the same guy. I, you know, I, that or... He's fictitious, you know. I'm well, then sure you're gonna find out in it. episode seven that it's actually really disappointing, and there actually is really a mob boss, and he's just way less interesting than Lucia pretending to have a mob boss, <laughs> and just be disappointed with the rest of the show. <laughs> also possible that my favorite comic book series, the like the the conceit of that comic book was it's about an enforcer who kills his boss and then is like, he's on vacation! Everyone still has to pay me! <laughs> Which is this? The Goon. The Goon. The Goon. Yeah, oh, it's okay. great. It's really good. Anyways. Um, as you drive downtown to the industrial district where this warehouse is, like, the quaint sporadic layout of Old Town fades as you quietly roll through the streets in during the mid-afternoon. Uh, the 15-story skyscrapers fade into the background as you pull up to this warehouse that is on the banks of the river. It does take you a little bit of time to locate this one because it is quite off the beaten path. And it is also, when you arrive, not abandoned. At least not presently. As you see several trucks and cars parked outside with a boat pulled up next to the warehouse. And that is where we'll end. I guess we've got company. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you'd like more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the username Wandering Gamer Network. We have live streaming of these episodes on Twitch most Tuesday nights at 8pm Eastern Standard Time, so stop by and chat with us for a while. We can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by the talented Caitlin Balgaman, who is the voice of Faye Cameron in this podcast. All other music is from bensound.com or the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it's the gods who envy us.